Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. First hour in the books here on Out of Bounds. 101, almost 102 in the afternoon on your Saturday afternoon. It's a scorch out there. I hope everybody's having a fun, safe weekend. Hope everybody's uh, full swing summer. Weekend after the 4th of July. A lot of stuff going on around here. You got uh, Royals on Saturday. You got camp less than two weeks away out in St. Joe. So that'll be interesting as they, uh, I don't know if they listened to us, Nick Price, a couple weeks ago. But you remember the take we had at uh, this week's or this year's uh, training camp at, at for the Chiefs? will be similar to the 14, or not the 14, but the, the 15, 15 and 16 uh, Royals. Uh, yeah, the Fan bank, Fest. Fan Fest. Yeah. Yeah, somebody wrote an article that said, expect astronomically higher numbers at St. Joe this mm. year. How you doing, sweetheart? Mm. How you doing, sweetheart? Try to tell you. You got to get down there. You got to find your days. Family fun days. You got to get down there. Military appreciation. Seize a ticket holder. Have fun, baby. You got a wild cheese season ahead of you. Also, you've got more local radio, live and local radio ahead of you. You got uh, the sexiest trio in sports radio coming up after us from 3 to 4.30 with Jillian Carroll, Julio Sanchez, and Chris Unicero. They will dive into what uh, they believe is interesting in the Tyree Kill debate. I wonder if Jillian Carroll is going to talk about how she went skydiving. I would never go skydiving. I don't nah. care if there's somebody attached to my back. I'm never good. doing it. I'm good. I don't need to. Would you go bungee jumping? Do what? Would you go bungee jumping? Absolutely not. Okay, cool. You want to know why I don't like heights? I'll tell you real quick. So at Worlds of Fun, uh, when I was 13 years old, my buddy and I got season passes. It's a true story. And the Mamba was huge, right? The Mamba was the biggest thing in town. It was a gigantic roller coaster. And uh, we're going up the roller coaster. And I'm I'm not kidding you, man. We get stuck at the peak before it goes down because somebody's seatbelt came undone. So up here, the entire ride stops. Guy climbs up the side where there's these little steps all the way up. Me, freaking out. Face is more red than it is right now, and I am scorched by the sun. (laughs) Like, I literally look like Hellboy without the humps on the forehead. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, oh, God, I'm going to die. This is it. It's over. Guy comes up, cools a cucumber. Hey, guys, the reason you're stopped, somebody's seatbelt came undone. We need to check everybody's fastened lap. And I'm like, mine's good, and I'm pulling it. It's good. He goes around everybody, and it's like, before a guy walks back down, obviously I've never been shy with my mouth. I'm like, so this is cool. You just back this thing up. We'll get off this thing. He goes, oh, no, it'll continue when I get down there and press the button. And then the ride continued. I left Worlds of Fun that day. I have not been back. I will not ever go back on a roller coaster. I was scared. Literally, there was no urine in my body. I literally pissed myself. No, and, like, that thing is so big that you can see the Kansas City skyline from the top of the Mamba. I saw heaven where I was <laughs> because the ride stopped, and I'm literally like a hot dog bun. I'm like, I literally was like a hot dog in a bun. I was held back against my will, couldn't get off, and somehow it went. I don't blame you, man. Story number two on heights. All right. Went to Las Vegas for my 21st birthday, correct? 
Um, they have uh, what they call the stratosphere, not the stratosphere, yeah, stratosphere casino. There's three rides at the top. One that's like the detonator that shoots you straight up. Rode that. Number two, there's one that shoots you over the side of the building. Rode that. Third ride, you wear a harness. It reaches out to the side of the building. The harness then opens up like a like an octopus's body, like legs come out, and then it spins you around. Mm-mm. My stepfather, Mm-mm. my stepfather in line with me will back this story. We're the next two to go on the next turn of rides. Like we're first in the line. Guy on his radio goes, "Hey, we got to shut this one down. There's a bolt loose." Mm-mm. Again, I'm not shy to talk to people. I said, "Excuse me, what did that guy just say?" He said, "Oh, it's windy up here. We got to shut the ride down." That's not what he said. Said, oh, there's a bolt loose. We got to shut it down. Could have died. I'm done. I've learned my life. I don't need to go. I don't need that thrill anymore. That's a close 30, call. I'm 31. I'll be 32 on August 7th this week. I ain't doing. And I don't need that. I don't want that anymore. I rode the detonator. I lost two pairs of flip-flops riding the detonator at Worlds of Fun. From the 816, Jimmy John drives have a plus five speed boost peak in the Battle Royale. Okay. Also from the 660, Jimmy John's also delivers to within five minutes of the store a way to pad your stats. Mm. Mm. From the 816, most of y'all just get in and out of y'all trucks. Boo-boo. Walk and deliver all day, too, for 15 miles with elements. Clint the mailman. Man, he's not shying down. I feel like one of these guys has one big shot left in their holster, mm. and they're just holding it on. They're just waiting. It's my job to deliver the content of the text line. It's also my job to deliver sports content live and local, and I feel that some people have forgot about Travis Kelsey. Now, the reason I say that is because here's Jimmy Garoppolo, the heir apparent to Tom Brady, or at least that they thought might be in New New England, and was a former teammate of Rob Gronkowski. And Jimmy Garoppolo comes out saying, quote, there's a lot of similarities on the field, a little bit off the field too. George is tremendous, speaking of George Kittle. The energy he brings every day, how he goes about his business, he's always having fun while he's doing it, very similar to Gronk. They both enjoy what they do. It makes everything more enjoyable. It's fun to be around, and it's contagious. To have a guy like that makes our team so much closer as well much better. Kittle's personality isn't always well-known as Gronkowski's, but there's little doubt about his ability to make a team better on the field. After his 88 catch, 88 catches for 1,300 yards last season, Garoppolo was missing for most of the year, and in hope to be around the Niners, that'll be things that get even better back in the lineup when Garoppolo returns. I'm sorry, but maybe I'm biased because this is a city that has the Kansas City Chiefs whose star tight end is Travis Kelsey. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in football. I think numbers can prove that. He originally set the tight end receiving yards record only for Kittle to break it 10 minutes later. So your argument to Kittle, Nick Price, could be didn't have a starting quarterback, set the world on fire, very, very big, and extremely explosive as a tight end. Okay? Travis Kelsey last year set career highs in yards per catch, touchdowns, yards, and targets. In one year with Patrick Mahomes, and this is where I tie in Patrick Mahomes, because in one year, Travis Kelsey with Mahomes, full year as a starter, set the world on fire as well. Has Travis Kelsey not been entertaining on and off the field? Does Travis Kelsey not make his team better? Oh, by the way, if you want to rank all three tight ends, I'll go I'll go Kelsey, Ertz, and Kittle. Now, what makes a tight end great? Sure hands, target in the red zone, able to make a block here and there. 
Does Travis Kelsey not do that? Has Travis Kelsey not been doing that? And when Travis Kelsey had one good year, no one said he's similar to Gronk right away. Now, he got some Gronk love as it went on. But Travis Kelsey not only is fun outside the field, Travis Kelsey also very fun on the field. Travis Kelsey also a leader. Travis Kelsey an explosive tight end. I feel like we don't give Travis Kelsey the pure love that he deserves, even more so now that Gronk's out. We want to make Kittle and Ertz more popular than Travis Kelsey. And I just don't buy it. Yeah, I don't really get it. I feel like there's always been kind of this reluctancy by people to compare or to, like, actually accept the comparison of Travis Kelsey and Rob Gronkowski. But you look at the stats and everything on the field, and they're definitely comparable. And then also just off the field, I mean, Travis Kelsey is one of the most the brightest personalities that they have in this league, and he's kind of stepping into that role now that Gronk is retired as being one of those guys that they're going to mic him up every game, and he's going to be going out there to all these right. award shows, stuff like that, just showing off his personality, having fun with Pat and everything. I don't really get it, man. I don't, I don't get what the reluctancy is to actually give Kelsey this credit, but it always seems like everybody's always looking for some other tight end, whether it be Ertz or whether it be Kittle, to make that comparison rather than Travis Kelsey, who's been doing it for years now. And it always seemed that way that Gronk was in a league of his own. Now, Gronk will go down as probably one of the, if not the best tight end of all time. Now, I know Kellen Winslow's up there, not his son. His son is a, is a weirdo. But Tony Gonzalez, Rob Gronkowski will be a debate that we'll have for several years. And those guys, when they played, it was their league. Now, Shannon Sharp was good, but he wasn't Tony Gonzalez good. Travis Kelsey was good, but he wasn't Gronk good. Now Gronk's not in the league. Kelsey's still here. Shouldn't Kelsey be a top of the league in tight ends? With his production, with his numbers, and with his quarterback? I think Kelsey gets the shaft. I think he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Coming up, a guy that definitely doesn't have a chip on his shoulder, Carrington Harrison of the Drive. He'll join us next. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. Back in on Out of Bounds, 115, actually 116 in the afternoon. We'll be joined by Carrington Harrison here in a little bit. I didn't know he was going to come in studio. No, I know. Surprise. That's serious. That's not like me trying to like plug no, this like a little I, more. No, like, like I called him up to do the phone interview, and he goes, hey, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm going to come on up. I'm like, all right, cool. Fair enough. That gives us a little bit of time before he walks in to get us back to the delivery battle royale. Somebody asked me, did you really lose two pairs of flip-flops on a ride? I did. I went back-to-back days. I had a, I had a summer pass. And the initial jump up on the detonator caused my shoes to, like, fly off. I ended up finding them. They didn't, like, I didn't loop, but, I mean, like, it was crazy. Um, with DoorDash, I not only deliver delicious food from a variety of restaurants, but I also deliver happiness. What does Jimmy John's deliver? Sad sandwiches and disappointment. <laughs> Tyler, the DoorDash driver. You're shot next, Jimmy John's. I think Amazon has hacked my Radio.com feed. Greg, the mailman. By the way, thanks, Greg, for the plug. Radio.com app, download it. It's great. I have it. Take it everywhere. Plug it into my aux cord. I can go to St. Louis. I can go to Lake of the Ozarks. I can go to Arkansas and listen to it the entire way there. Clint, from the 816, we drive through the Midwest snowstorms and tornadoes in Honda Civics. Hmm. From the 720, I've been on this, uh, I've been on that har- I've been on that harness ride in Vegas. That's some scary stuff, man. Listener 369. He didn't say stuff. Um, somebody calls me nasty as hell. I don't know what that means. I know Ron has a, uses the word nasty a lot, so. A lot. 
I'll have to check that out. Today is our boss's birthday, Stephen Spector. Happy birthday to him. Also, it is Harrison Ford's birthday. He is 77. Good God. So, I don't know what your favorite Harrison Ford movie is. Our boss said Clear and Present Danger or Patriot Games. Somebody on here said What Lies Beneath. That's got to be a joke. Nick Price, your favorite Harrison Ford movie is the original Indiana Jones. Yes, sir. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. What a great movie. That's a, The music just gets me going, too. Really? That's what gets you going? I mean, not like it gets me going, but like it's, yeah, it's like classic. Oh, boy. Rosita's Pizza is better than anything DoorDash delivers. Tyler, the DoorDash driver, you're on the clock. What a battle royale we're getting. From Amazon to Jimmy John's, we're live and local, man. That's what we want to do. While you're out making deliveries, feeding the city, taking your kids to soccer practice, taking your family to events, or you're going to the store, and you're the kind of guy that says, I'll park the car, keep the AC running, you just go grab the 12 items or less, and I'll come pick you up through the circle drive. Thanks for listening to us here on 610 Sports Radio as we are live and local every Saturday. You got Brandon Kylie with the leadoff. You got us right now until 3 o'clock. Then you get Jillian Carroll, Julio Sanchez, and Chris Unicero. And until I get in here with Carrington Harrison, I'm just going to keep plugging the delivery drival battle royale. Jimmy John's delivers freaky fast and fresh sandwiches. DoorDash drivers are smelly guys who live with their moms. Oof. From the 785, favorite Harrison Ford movie, Temple of Doom. Kalima Shakti Day. You don't get that reference? Mm. That's the guy that rips people's yeah. hearts out? I could deliver you guys some pizza and beer because I'm off today. Goatman. Goatman, I want to tell you right now. Don't drive. You've already said you've been pounding the cold ones today. I don't need you to drive. Well, this took a hard turn to the left. <laughs> From the 785, the owner of Jimmy John's kills elephants. The hell with Jimmy John's. I don't know if that's accurate. I'm just reading the Battle Royale text line. It's gotten way more serious as it's gone on, too. You know, like it was kind of like some friendly jabs to start out. Now it's getting personal. I'm a farmer. I feed the entire world. It's unfortunate the farmer doesn't get any recognition out here feeding the world. Congratulations. I enjoy that. I love farms. I go to farmer's markets all the time. I work with a co-worker who, has a, who owns a farm. In fact, it's called Loca Fresh Farms. Never heard of it. Look it up. They're in the Lee Summit Farmer's Market. They've got great lettuce. I've got some in my fridge. Not that kind of lettuce text line. Way underrated. Taco John's. Worth driving through the old-fashioned way rather than the delivery service. Tyler, the gasket installer. I live with Jimmy John's mom from the 816. Out picking up coleslaw for the wife. That's a random one. Yeah. Jack Stack's got good coleslaw. Harrison Ford from the Empire Strikes Back. Another one from the mailman. Man, how long does it take Carrington to park his car? I don't know, man. Would you rather get into the WWE Extreme... Oh, who do you have in WWE Extreme Rules tomorrow? No one. But I will watch Fighter Fest, probably. The AEW pay-per-view that goes on tonight. Somebody says, how do you not have the Battle Royale drop from Accepted? Well, I can't do that over here. From the 913, I like biscuits. From the 816, Frito J. Nobody's coming for me because everyone loves us. The Frito driver. 
I thought this was interesting earlier in the show when we talked about the relevancy of what Bubba Starling can be for this team. Now, clearly last night was special. 4,119 tickets were sold. Baseball, for a lot of people, is not important to them right now in the city, but apparently to 4,000-plus, baseball was somewhat important. And the fun part about last night was that we all got to witness a debut that we'd all been on the edge of our seats waiting for. And speaking of something that we've been on the edge of our seats waiting for, Carrington Harrison, now via phone. CDOT, what's good, brother? Hey, what's up, man? I apologize, man. Oh, something came up, but I'm sorry I couldn't be in there. But I got as much time on the phone as you need, my guy. No, you're good. We've got about four minutes, and then we'll get you out of here. Um, first off, congratulations on, for me, what was a very solid week of radio for you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you. I mean, Mr. Two to Six, I got to start calling you that, man. Um, I know, I know things. I know things are changing in this city, left and right. But you're on a pretty good heater right now, and keep it going. But that's not where I want to get this conversation going. See, Dot, I want to ask you one thing: How did you personally feel once you were able to release the full audio of that tape? That's a really good question. Um, oddly enough, just at peace about it. Um, it's just been a lot of work behind the scenes to actually get to the point where we got to go ahead to actually play it. So kind of like most things, you know, when you put the work in and, um, you know, you finally kind of get the opportunity to do it. And I was just, I was, I was happy that people got the full picture. And I think the purpose of information is for you to be able to hear the information and you to decide what the information means to you. And I didn't feel like, at least initially, that was what happened in the case of Tyree Till. So when it comes to this type of, of news story, is this the... I mean, it's tough, I guess, because your career kind of, is kind of moving along a little bit longer than most people really might realize. But is this the biggest story or the biggest type of thing that has happened in your radio career? Yeah, um, it's kind of weird. Um, I mean, things are just different, you know? Like, this is probably the biggest off-the-field incident or thing that I've been a part of. Um, I mean, you got to think. I mean, you know, I've been on the radio for the World Series parade, and, you know, I did the 2014 show for game one outside of Kauffman Stadium, you know, so I've been a part of a lot of big things. Um, this is probably the biggest thing off the field. Um, yeah, I mean, I said this before we actually played the tape that I don't get nervous or anxious that much anymore you know i've just done this job for long enough that you know i don't really feel those kind of nerves before the show um but this is kind of one of the few times that i felt like that before i think i knew i knew what we had i knew sort of the information and it's just the anxiousness of can you execute it properly and you know what's the public going to be like like the this is kind of a weird analogy, but like the purpose of art, the purpose of information is you create it and then it just goes out into the atmosphere and you don't know how people are going to receive it. I didn't really know how people would, I didn't know how people were going to hear the tape. So, you know, kind of seeing their reaction and being anxious for kind of what people were going to think kind of, you know, put me in that space. A guy that you used to co-host with who I stay in contact with every once in a while always told me it's best sometimes to be skeptical in situations like this. I feel like you have done that since the start of this entire situation broke out. Of course, talking of Danny Parkins. Where and when it comes to this, when we see all these crazy stories involved in the NFL, I mean, we just read the story of Incognito going to a funeral home and going complete Hulk smash mode. 
and then he gets a two-game suspension with a guy who has a history of being very aggressive in his back history. Are we right to be skeptical with the NFL because we don't know the situation on Tyreek Hill's full interview with the NFL to where we don't know what his suspension will be because, quite frankly, the NFL doesn't really have a consistent trail of how they suspend people? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think all of us have kind of been operating in the range. I mean, it's not like it's not like Tyreek Hill got busted for marijuana. If he got busted for marijuana or PEDs, we all know what the penalty is. You missed four games. Right. This is a little bit more fluid. It's a little bit more open. That it does leave you up to some interpretation and speculation. You know, it could be two games. It could be three games. It could be four I mean, I've been told from multiple people kind of behind the scenes stuff that I would report, but, you know, with Therese, that the optimism is that it could be zero games. Like, it's been such a wide range that I think puts us in this predicament that none of us are going to know until the time they actually make a decision. You think it's two games? I think it's between two or four. That makes the most sense. I don't really know, given everything that's happened, if the NFL can walk away and give Tyree Kill a zero game, even if they just got to give him two. He doesn't appeal, so he has to get something. I've been making this point on the show. If Tyreek Hill gets a zero-game suspension, I, just, I think that elevates passing an NFL story. I think that becomes a national story. That becomes talked about on CNN or Good Morning America or the Today Show. I don't think that's what Roger Goodell wants to be a part of. If he suspends him for four games, that's just a standard NFL suspension that happens all the time in the NFL. I mean, that happens so frequently in the league, it just doesn't really elevate past the point of national sports conversation. If he gets a zero-game suspension with the tape and with the you-should-be-terrified-of-me-two line, it would just be really surprising to me. Also, I will say this, and then we'll have a little bit of fun until we get you out of here, but the thing to me is, is there a way, and I, I've kind of thought this in my head the last couple of days, is there a way the Chiefs can say to him when it comes to possible contract extensions that the female in his life that might be causing a lot of this has to be out of the situation in order for him to get a contract? Like, can relationships be a part of a contract? Um, I don't really have an answer to that to kind of answer it with any kind of definity. Sure. Um, I mean, I do think that if you're going to give someone the amount of money that Tyree Kill is going to command after the end of the season, you do have to take in the total scope of the player. You do have to take in the on the field and off the field, and you have to feel very sure that this is a player that you can trust with this sum of money. I mean, we ask that question for guys all the time. Is your motivation going to be the same? There's various questions that get asked whenever you pay a player that amount of money. I think the Chiefs would be silly to not at least factor that into the conversation or any team where Tyreek Hill had an incident when he came into the NFL. He had another incident come up when it was time for him to negotiate his contract. What's not to say in two years another incident won't pop up? So that way I kind of think that Tyreek Hill is always going to have – like he's never going to have the full amount of leverage – in a contract negotiation with this situation and what happened in 2014 hanging over his head. I think he's always going to have to sign a little bit of a lesser deal or it's always going to be structured in a way that allows the team the freedom where if something happens, they can just get out of that contract without penalty. Now, I can't remember. Are you team freezing cold or are you team, like, extremely hot? Dustin, you know I'm not on team freezing cold. <laughs> I absolutely So you're okay with cold. this weather just, today and, like, tomorrow? I absolutely I mean, I'm not going to make it seem like this isn't a little bit uncomfortable. Like, I'm not making it seem like I love when it's 97 degrees. But if you're telling me would I rather it be 97 degrees or zero degrees, I'd much rather it be today than how it was in January. 
Oh, man. Also, um, I want to get your take on this real quick, and then I'll let you get out of here. By the way, the text line spelled your name Carrington with a K, and they say you sound like Denzel Washington on the phone. I, I would take that. <laughs> um, also, what, what do you think about this whole Lakers number thing where, like, Nike axes the LeBron James, and now Anthony Davis has to wear the number three? Uh, from what I read about it, it makes a lot of sense for Nike. I mean, Nike, the lot in LeBron James wearing number 20. He's their signature athlete aside from Michael Jordan. Hey, if you want to do this, you should have told us this a long time ago, and we would have made a different plan. That It's not that he can't switch. He just has to pay for the rest of the merchandise. At least that's what I read. Mm. I read that either he or the Lakers have to make it right if he wants to switch to 20, uh, if he wants to switch numbers. I assume he doesn't want to pay for it, so you wear 23 for another year, and then we can start to prepare if you want to shift back to six. That's at least what I read. Okay. What are you doing this weekend? You got anything fun? Any plans? Uh, there's some taco festival in the crossroads. Look at you. My mom really wants to go, too. You don't so sound thrilled I'm about excited. this at all. No, I'm excited about it. I mean, anything that she wants to go to that excites her, and she, my mom, she's kind of like rarely asked me for anything, so she... She specifically asked me if I could get tickets for this taco festival. So I was like, yeah, sure. It's from 3 to 10, so I'm going to be much closer to the 7 than the 3, yeah. given how hot it is outside today. Like, I can't imagine being outside and drinking margaritas and tacos in this weather. Sounds absolutely awful. But around 7, 7.30, I'll take my mom to that. Um, I, I kind of want to go see the Spider-Man movie. I haven't seen it yet. Heard it's great. Um, yeah, I, I haven't seen it yet. No one spoiled it for me, so I feel really good about that. And uh, that's about it, man. I don't really have anything else playing. I'm kind of trying to relax, and, you know, we're all starting to get ready for training camp right around the corner. That's right. That's Mr. 2-6, to six, Carrington Harrison of The Drive on 610 Sports Radio, Monday through Friday, 2-6. CDOT, uh, be safe out there. Have a fun week and enjoy it, man. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. You got it. Carrington Harrison of The Drive, 2-6, to six, with Sean Levine, The Sports Machine, and Brandon Kiley, who you heard from 10 until noon here. And uh, that was not Denzel Washington on the phone. That was Carrington Harrison. Coming up, well, 18 weeks. That's what the NFL wants to do. They want to try to change the scope of the NFL. We already have what we know would work for the NFL. We'll tell you what it is. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. Approaching now, see with a purpose, text line 69306. Delivery drivers, calling all delivery drivers. Your battle royale is officially going on. You've got another hour and a half to get them off your chest. Battle royale. Is that it? Oh, my God. If, and only if, you want to see myself or Jay Binkley tonight, come out to downtown Lee Summit. I'll be at Llewellyn's. Tell me you enjoyed the delivery battle royale, and I'll buy you a drink. I'm not going to buy you something that's like top shelf because I'm still part-time here and uh, money doesn't flow that well. But I will get you a drink. Llewellyn's, they got a great band on tonight. My buddy's good friends with them. It's going to be a good time. Or if you want to go see Carrington, he's going to be at the taco stand, at the taco convention. Yeah, at the crossroads. There you go. Schwann's Delivery Service is the real goat. DoorDash drivers are just off-brand delivery drivers. 
Well, bless them, because they get you food when you don't want to get it. <laughs> From the 660, Carrington was probably riding with the Jimmy John's driver. That's what's taking so long. I am a Spectrum tech, and delivery drivers have nothing on me. Nick Price, there's another drop, and where he yells, Battle Royale, you're close. We'll find it. From the 913. Is Taco John's and Jimmy John's the same from the same parents? That's pretty funny. Because John's? Yeah, you get it. Okay. Um, Uber driving delivering CDOT is a failure. Anyways. Speaking of failures or not-so-good efforts, the NFL comes out with an article, or not the NFL, but Pro Football Focus comes up with an article. I'm not really sure why, but Pro Football Talk comes out with an article. And they say owners have proposed an 18 games with a 16-game limit for each player. Now, Tony Dungy, correct, is against it. And here's how they like to explain it, for those of you that didn't dive deep into this article. But Andrew Benton of the Wall Street Journal reports that as a part of the NFL's push for an 18 regular game season schedule, the league has advanced the possibility of an 18-game season with per-player limit of 16 games per year. Sorry. One, I'm not watching Chad Henney. Not twice. Right? Yeah, not twice. No. Maybe week 17 if everything's locked up. But not because you have to. Apparently, that idea has been procrastinated for some years. It's been the subject of multiple Pro Football Talk stories, Pro Football Talk live discussions, and Pro Football Talk PM monologues. Most recently, the topic was discussed during the interviews with Hall of Fame head coach Tony Dungy, who is completely against the idea, and so are we. Everybody already knows how to fix the NFL season. It's real simple. We have a shortened uh We have a shortened segment here, and it's not hard to get into the content of this subject. How do you fix the NFL? Oh, God, it's real easy. Make it 18 weeks, two weeks per nine weeks, or two by weeks per nine weeks, and cut preseason down to two games. Because it's going to happen, Nick Price. We're going to get into preseason, and everybody's going to be like, gosh, is there really two more games? I can't we wait go for through? these games that actually matter. We've really got to wait, play a week four preseason game where we see Chase Litton as a quarterback, who we know is going to make it as a backup quarterback. He's not going to be taking over Patrick Mahomes. Come on. We don't need four games in preseason. No, two gives two. you a home and an away game. That's all you need. That's all you need. And then after that, you go two by weeks per season. You take one for the first nine. You take another one for the next nine. I bet the nine players would nine, love that. 18. Yeah, I bet the players would love that, too. I think they would. Extra week off in the season in the most taxing sport on your body? Absolutely. Because yeah, what, the Chiefs? Isn't the Chiefs uh, bye week this week, like in week 10? Like week 10 or 11? Last year was in week 12, which is the last possible week to have a bye week. So basically the bye week is not really all that great. You get a week off, and then you're back to the end of the season, and then you're playoffs. Or if you're a really bad team, you get a bye week, you get three games, and then you're done. Whereas it could be more strategically placed where if you had an 18-game season, you could have a bye week in the first nine, a bye week in the second nine. Now, obviously, you wouldn't want the last bye week of first week of nine, and you wouldn't want it the first of the second half of the season where you get back-to-back buys. That wouldn't work. Yeah, but the Chiefs, are they got the week 12 bye. So the last possible bye week again this year. Right. 
Right. Late November. Almost irrelevant because you played all those games by week, and then there's like four games left. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really make a lot of sense, and four preseason games also don't make a lot of sense. So the whole concept of giving an eight week, 18 week season, but then you put a player limited on every single or on two games, ain't working. And if it is going to be that way, it's got to be towards like players that you have to exclude it. Like you're not going to tell me that Patrick Mahomes can't play two games. You're not going to tell me that Travis Kelsey must sit two games. It's just not going to happen. And then when you do that, then you're going to cause adversity because then you're going to be like, oh, linemen are expendable, defensive backs are expendable, but quarterbacks, receivers, I don't need that in the NFL. Yeah, and also think about it like if you were to apply this to this year and say that everybody can only play 16 games or whatever, well, the last two games of the season for the Chiefs, if they had it all locked up, is a Sunday night football game in Chicago and then a home game against the Chargers. So two huge games for television and for promoting the NFL and everything. And you might have the best player in the NFL sitting out because you got rules against it. It just doesn't make sense. It seems like an easy fix. What I just reported in this content was not really that much created by myself. This is a narrative that a lot of people have been giving out for the last five years. I remember when Nick Wright was still being a radio host in Kansas City, he proposed this. It's been going on forever. Stop trying to be cute, NFL. Stop trying to make your product different. You're number one. You're going to continue to be number one for a few more years. Well, a lot more years. Don't try to destroy yourself. Don't, don't implode from the inside. Don't do things like that. Listen to what people like about your production and then listen to what they'll like even more about it. Don't take away their players because you think it's a better way to do it. Give them 18 weeks of a season, take two away from preseason, and then guess what? Have two bye weeks. Seems real simple. I'm a loudmouth that just came up with that out of nowhere, and I guarantee you more people would agree with that strategy than they would with the other strategy. Not to mention also, like, those games that the Chiefs play against some of the worst teams in the NFL, you already have a little bit diffi more difficulty selling tickets to that. Imagine if you have Chad Henney starting instead of Patrick Mahomes when they're playing one of the bottom five teams. It's just not going to work, NFL. And from the 816, 18 weeks, perfect. Do a bye week slash Pro Bowl week at week 10. That could work. I mean, that's kind of a small sample size to get your Pro Bowlers there. It just doesn't make sense that way. The NFL has about as good as rules as the baseball one in the Atlantic League. Sure. We come back. We'll keep reading your text from the delivery driver, Battle Royale. We're getting more in. One says he delivers the wrath of blades to grass for mowing. Medical equipment delivery on call 24-7. The other guys, eh, you're kind of close. But coming up, if you've ever had a bad week, as bad as these couple stories that I have, man, you need something else in your life. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. Back in on Out of Bounds. Couldn't fit this thing even more, more fitting. Delivery driver, driver Battle Royale continues in full force on the Protein House E with a Purpose text line 69306. Everybody's taking shots at everybody. Is Papa John's the father of Taco John's and Jimmy John's? 
I don't know. Something worth looking into. Frito J. If you hate Fritos, that's all I can read. Schwann's is overpriced because you drive modified armor trucks. More Nick, less drunk Irish guy. Well, right no on one, cue. No one cares what he thinks. Right on cue. I enjoy the delivery battle royale. Goat man. I like that. You have Schwann's, Jimmy John's, Fritos, Spectrum, Amazon, Mailman. FedEx. FedEx. Uh, farmers. I deliver to the world. You got mm-hmm. farmers on that. That's eight. FedEx is nine. Um, we have nine different types of delivery people. I mentioned it earlier in the show, just jokingly, about an Anchorman-style battle royale, but this could actually happen. I think it could. Um, so something that I enjoy quite a bit is realizing that uh, my life's probably going better than others. I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in a... Like, in a way that if your life ever gets to this point... Why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead? That's okay? Who said that to you here? Nobody. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that up? Everywhere I go, I get the same smirk with the biting lip. Biting lip? Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. Dude, you want to step outside? You want to step outside? Huh? I'm not standing out. I know. I know. You shut up, dude. Just like a up. Go ahead and attack me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that was the end of that. His bagel guy completely goes off in a bagel shop because he's mad that women keep making fun of his height. I think he's five foot zero, uh, but he gets absolutely tossed there. I think they just call that five foot. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I did it like that, but (laughs) no, he gets absolutely tossed by this normal or average height kind of guy who looks like a giant next to this guy. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. (laughs) Which is just crazy because I don't understand like what triggered him to get going so crazy. Just is he having that bad of a week? One, why are you on dating sites that things keep getting like? Why do things keep getting crazy? I don't understand it. You're I don't know. This boy in camp. I'm feeling skinny, Tony. I just don't understand like how your week can be so bad to where you have to look another grown man in the face and say, "You're not God. You're not my father. You're not my boss." And you then you step ch- outside. Yeah, he chest pumps him to get him to go outside because he's had such a bad week on the internet with women and dating him and Nick Price. You've got some updates on Bagel Guy. Yeah, Dusty, according to an article in the New York Post, apparently the Bagel Boss guy, things are turning around for him in Mm. his romantic life. He said his phone is rung nonstop after he was caught on camera Wednesday morning at a local Bagel Boss location where he was lashing out over repeatedly being rejected by women because of his five-foot stature. He said, quote, my phone is blowing up like the president. I haven't even got to my friends. And then... um, says, and Morgan says the rant scene around the world has suddenly changed his luck with the ladies. Quote, I got girls hitting on me. I don't even know, he said. He also comes back and says that Bagel Boss is not as upset with him as previously reported. Says, quote, they just invited me over for a free bagel. But then we, at the very end, the last line of the article says, quote, no one, no one invited him for a bagel. He's not welcome here. That is the Bagel Boss owner. 
as told from the New York Post. The stones it takes to get in another man's face and ask him to go outside being five foot or five foot zero um, is insane. The other fact that you had to remind another grown-ass man that he's not God, he's not your father, and he's not your boss. So apparently the bagel guy only has three people of superiority in his life, and that is God, Dad, Boss. Somewhere along boss. the way, one of those three characters has failed that man. I've never met God. I've never, I've never been so mad at my boss, and I've also never been mad at my father. But that guy was super pissed. He was in a bagel shop, and he threw his bag down to the point that he got tackled by another grown-ass man who had to let him know, you don't talk to people like that. And then, and then also, you probably saw this on Twitter. They had him on, on the news. Yeah, and they sent, the interview. they sent, like, their tallest female reporter to go interview him. Seriously? Yeah, like, uh, they I, I saw a tweet that said that she wasn't even, like, a full-time reporter. She was just the tallest female that they had. Uh. I haven't confirmed that or anything, but halfway, like, partially through the interview, he just goes, you know what? I don't like you very much. This interview's over. Yeah, he, he is, walked away. He's a he's just a he's a real he's a-hole. Just an angry little guy. If I could do Richard of the Week on this show, I would that would be my Richard of the Week. Absolutely. You remember Jeremy Guthrie? Yeah. Well, in the county of Guthrie, Oklahoma, according to the AP, police in Oklahoma say they found a rattlesnake, a canister of radioactive powdered uranium, and an open bottle of Kentucky Deluxe whiskey during a traffic stop of a vehicle that had been reported stolen. The traffic wow. stop happened June 26th in Guthrie, about 30 miles or 45 kilometers north of Oklahoma City. Guthrie Police Sergeant Anthony Gibbs told Oklahoma City TV station KFOR that police don't know why the uranium was in the vehicle or how it was obtained, <laughs> though uranium, war, uranium ore can be bought on Amazon. Why we talk about this? We've got a delivery driver, Battle Royale. Yeah. Amazon, I don't know how much uranium you're delivering, but stop. The other thing is... Gibbs says police also found a gun in the console and a terranium in the back seat containing a pet timber rattlesnake. Gibbs says the driver, Stephen Jennings, was charged with possession of a stolen vehicle, transportation of uranium, and also liquor and driving with a suspended license. Jennings remains in jail. That's good. That's a rough Wednesday night. That sucks. Yeah. Like, I don't know whenever your life gets that bad to where you think it's a good idea to drive uranium to drive with a rattlesnake and to drive with an open container of Kentucky whiskey. I'm assuming could probably be what? I don't know. Kentucky, Tennessee Williams. Yeah. Is that a Kentucky? I don't, yeah, that's probably like from that. Tennessee. Yeah. I don't know. I don't drink a lot of Kentucky whiskey, but this guy had a rattlesnake, uranium, Kentucky whiskey, and a loaded gun. That headline itself sounds like one of those Mad Libs where you just fill in the blank and it's like noun, 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 noun. Yeah. You picked like the five most random things to put in this guy's car at this traffic stop. And if you look at the picture, it looks like Donald Sutherland <laughs> from Fast Times at Richmond High. Yeah. The guy has literally lost all life in himself to the point where he got in his car and said, you know what? It's a good idea to take this rattlesnake. It's also a good idea to take a powdered form of uranium. And it's also a good idea to drive with a loaded handgun and an open container, not a beer, not a wine cooler, not a Corona Fresca, not a Truly, not a Claw, but frickin' whiskey. This guy's life and his time is just somewhere where I'll never be. And that's why when I look at stories on the internet, I think to myself, where could you possibly be in your life to where that needs to be a certain type of thing? And the other thing is the guy in the bagel shop. You're not my dad. You're not my father. You're not my boss. You want to step outside? 
women in general are saying it on dating sites. He said something about how they bite their lip. Yeah. I thought when women bit their lip, it meant they thought something was sexy. That's what I thought, but apparently not so much for Bagel Guy. Something else I don't know much about, but I'm going to talk about it anyway, is, uh, well, Field Yates and fantasy football. I won my league last year and won $1,000 in a trophy. Congratulations. Yes, thank you very much. I really want to thank Steven Serta and Ben Heister for that one. But Field Yates said something that kind of makes sense to me in the fantasy spectrum of who his breakout player of the year next year will be. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.